All right, good evening, everyone. It is Monday, March 27th, 2023. It's the MLB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by my co-host here. Monday evenings, Mr. Big Marcel. We're going to be recapping UFC San Antonio, Marcel. And uh, there's actually, there's no UFC card this weekend, Marcel, but I figure we'll talk about Bellator and PFL briefly. After this podcast, we'll do a short one on some fight announcements. And yeah, but I don't, we're not going to do the full two hours today. We don't we don't need to, I don't think. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's get into it, Marcel. We've got a comment here. we got Glenn in the chat, as always. Our friend Glenn, what's going on, my friend? Hope you're doing well, Glenn. Yeah, Marcel, um, just before I get into it, how's, how's everything to you? You have a good weekend overall, or? Yeah, I have a good week. I had a good laugh with you earlier today yeah. when uh, we saw a certain clip pop up, <laughs> which we discussed on this podcast. So um, yep. we actually should show it on the podcast, but we'll do it maybe on the second podcast. I just don't. So. I don't know if the audio can go across, like through. I'm not sure if it does. Like I know the also video does, but is the yeah. audio? I'm not sure. You know, because I know you can share the screen. Anyways, it's funny. All right, let's get into it, Marcel. Let's start recapping the card from Saturday night UFC San Antonio. So <laughs> I gotta be honest, Marcel. The night didn't start great for our picks. You know, like there was a lot of upsets in the first couple fights. I'm like, oh man. It's going to be a tough night, but main card, I mean, I pretty much nailed it. I think you did too. So overall, like kind of a, you know, 50-50 night, I guess. But the good thing was, Marcel, I kind of targeted those top couple fights and they went the way I wanted. Although one of these judges, you know, tried to screw us over, Marcel. And if the second one did, that would have been bad. So let's get into it. Start with the main event. Corey Sanhagen defeats Marlon Vera by split decision. It, it just feels weird to say a split when it should have been unanimous. Like, <laughs> yes. This is complete bullshit. Um. We're going to do the judging. Actually, we might as well start with the judging. I and mean, we'll talk about his performance because I thought he looked phenomenal, obviously, saying Hagen. The judging is I, fucking garbage. I mean, this, this is ridiculous, Marcel. Yeah. 48-47 for Cheeto is that's a fucking travesty. I mean, it's some people are saying it's the worst scorecard of all time. It might, it's up there. I mean, I think it is up there. I just don't know how you can watch that fight and say Marlon Vera won that fight. Like, I understand it's round by round scoring, but these rounds weren't <laughs> that close. That's the thing. Like, Corey clearly won the fight. He won at least four rounds. I thought the third round, Marcel, you could have given it to Marlon. And actually, I watched Corey's press conference. He said the same thing. Corey is such a smart guy, right? He's so smart. I was listening to him talk. He's saying, like, during the fight, he's keeping in in his mind, like, am I doing more damage? Am I getting more takedowns? Am I, you know, do I have the control? But do I have the damage, too? And he thought he was leading ahead in all those categories, right? So clearly, he was winning the fight. He thought the only round was competitive was the third round, really. And I saw some people say the fifth round, maybe. But for me, I'm not sure. Either way, Marcel, like, there's at least four rounds, if not five, for Corey, and he clearly won the fight. To give that fight to Marlon is is a disgrace. And when this kind of thing happens, Marcel, like, it does make you think, like, is this guy on the take? Like, did someone pay him off or something? Because it just doesn't make sense that the judge would go the other way. It just doesn't make sense for this fight. There's just no way you can defend it. And I would love to see some of these judging apologists come out and say, oh, it wasn't that bad. Like, there was no knockdowns. And that's why it's a close fight. Like, no, it's not close. It's really not, Marcel. It's not a close fight. Corey Sanhagen should have won a unanimous decision. If Corey got robbed, it would have been one of the biggest robberies of all time, if not the biggest, I think, because he clearly won the fight. He looked amazing in this fight. Um, grappling looked f- phenomenal. The striking looked great. I mean, Marcel, he beat him everywhere. He beat him everywhere. This fight was not competitive. Cheeto didn't look good. And again, the problem with Cheeto, man, like, you can't give up the first two rounds in every fight. You can't do this, Marcel. Like, you can get away with that, Marcel, when you're fighting Frankie Edgar and Dominic Cruz who are, like, almost 40 years old, okay? You can knock them out later. But a guy like Corey who's, like, in the prime of his career, who's an amazing fighter, who has no issues as far as, like, his chin goes and durability, that'll never win you a fight. So I know Jason Perel was screaming at him, Marcel, like, what are you doing? Get going, get going. What are you waiting for? He just couldn't get going. So 
for me, it was a, a really bad performance by Cheeto, but I thought Corey looked phenomenal. And now you're calling up Marab. Anyways, there's a lot to talk about, but I want you to talk, you talk about the judges because I know you didn't like it either. Yeah, I think we pretty much uh, called it on the podcast last week, how it, how it would be going probably. Um, yeah, man, the judges. So um, the judge who scored 48-47 was Joel Ujeda or something. You know, he's like yep. the bearded, knows that's the bearded ref. Um, the ref too. Yeah, yeah, he's referee most for Fury. I think for Fury. So, um, I know for a friend of mine told me, like, uh, after how do you say that? Uh, after the fight, uh, his uh, somebody shared a social media on a topology uh, 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 forum, and uh, he immediately closed his uh, <laughs> his, uh, his Instagram account or set it on private so nobody could message him. Um, yeah, man, I mean. The thing is, you can only score this fight for Cheeto Vera, 3, 4, and 5, when you're a Cheeto Vera fan, in my opinion. And you do completely you know. ignore Corey Santag and what he did in those three rounds, you know? Uh, because 1 and 2 were impossible to score for Cheeto because uh, Santag was clearly winning those. Two, 3, 4, and 5, Santag wasn't as dominant as 1 and 2, but he still won those rounds, in my opinion, you know? So it's a really bad scorecard. Um, yeah, what, what, what can you say about it, you know? I mean... Uh, I think Corey did an amazing job. I think he mixed in the takedowns good. The stand-up was really, really crisp. Like, like we said, man, on the show last time, you know, Corey hasn't has never been finished by by TKO or KO. You know, only mm -hmm. one time with a submission by Aljo. So, dude is super durable. He has a, he has a good chin. Um, and also take in mind that the fight against Piotr Jan was on short notice he took back then in Abu Dhabi. And it was a close fight. He lost the fight. I had a 4-1 or 3-2, but I think it was a good fight. And the TJ fight, he won, in my opinion. So I think many people were on Vera here because of the uh, of the more exciting finishes he had as of lately, you know? But, yeah, exactly. But stylistically, this wasn't a good matchup for him. And, and it showed, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Corey... Oh, man, so much respect. He he said after the fight, like I don't want to, I don't feel slimy. I would feel slimy if I uh, jump, try to jump over uh, Marab and ask a title shot. So uh, let me fight Marab for the number one contender spot. And I think it's perfect. You know, I mean, he could have, uh, he could have uh, called out uh, Sean O'Malley, but I don't think Sean takes a fight unless it's a title fight right now. So mm -hmm. I think it's perfect. You know, Marab's mm -hmm. not going to fight Aljo. Uh, we don't know what happens in Aljo against Cejudo, you know. So for Santiago to call up Marab, it's perfect. And, you know, that's it. He's so funny. I, I thought the call was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> he goes, yeah. like, this is going to be really cringe. And it fucking was. He goes, like, what does he say? Um, Marab, uh, I, I know you're hungry and I got something to eat. And it don't taste good. <laughs> yeah. So but but I, I love Marab's reaction as well. Normally when yeah. fighters get called out, they're kind of like mean mugging. It's like, yeah, come on. And Marab was like super happy. Like finally yeah, somebody yeah, yeah, calls I saw me that out. Too. I also saw Marab. There's a video. I think our boy Georgie posted of him like, yeah, climbing the fence. And like some guy was heckling him in the crowd. Right? He's like, you can, you can fight all Joe. And he's like, he's going to fight him or something, bro. You saw, you saw how, how quick he was. <laughs> well, he jumped up that fence really fast. Like, that was pretty crazy. <laughs> the dude that was scared as fuck. That, that, that. that dude moved quickly. He shit his yeah. pants for sure. He's like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> anyways, um, one thing I wanted to mention, I this Joel Ojeda guy, the ref, right? Yeah. Or the judge, I should say. He's a ref, too, like you mentioned. Um, Looking at MMA decisions, Marcel, he's only been judging fights since last year. And he only has four fights like that have went to decision. That are credited to him, right? Of course, he has. I think judges in Fury, maybe, and mm -hmm. maybe like Legacy when he was there. I'm not sure, but 
I think when you only have four UFC fights judged, I don't think you're ready for a main event. Like it's too important. You need a better, you need a more experienced judge. Now, having said that, Marcel, I mean, Chris Lee and Sal Diamato, I mean, they're not the best judges, but they, they did a good job in this fight. And to yeah. be fair, I, I got it. You know, we always shit these guys. I do feel like these, these two, especially I've been doing better this year. Um, Sal Diamato and Chris Lee. <laughs> Believe it or not, right? Them. You've been shitting yeah. on these guys for years, but I feel like they've gotten better as judges, which yeah. is good, which is a good thing. So you got we gotta give them a little bit of credit because like their split decisions aren't aren't as egregious as they used to be, I would say, Marcel. Some like remember like Sal Diamato, I mean he's judged so many fights. Like some of the decisions he's had, like last year, were very controversial. Or not last year, but like in the past year, I should say. I think he's done a good job. Same with Chris Lee, because I remember after that Paul Felder RDA scorecard. Like that guy, no one like trusted his scorecards. And I think he's turned it around, Marcel. I want to give him a little bit of credit, you know. So what was it? Sal Diabato or Chris scores contest 48, 47, Felder. <laughs> Still Chris. Still the, the worst. I was that was in 2020. Yeah, 2020. Three years ago. You know, people can get better. You of know, course, of course, right? And he's he's yeah, I mean, he's actually done a good job. I gotta give him a lot of credit. All, so I just want to mention that, Marcel. Man, it sucks so much that we have to listen and we have to, but and we have to talk to every week about yeah, judging, man. I mean, it's, it's just stupid, you know. Yeah. I mean, how can a classified and qualified judge score a fight completely different than that we do it, at it, home? And it's like, not we're not yeah. specialists or anything, you know, but it's so clear cut sometimes. I mean, I, mean, I think we are. I think we, we would do just as good of a job, if not better. Than I think we judges. would, yeah, I think 100%. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even saying I think I know for a fact that you know. Hey, we're, we we would definitely get some decisions that people would would be like, hey, like, oh for is, sure, like that's just part of it, right? But it's like every week though, that's the problem. Like when you're having them bad cards every week. Um, you know what's what's annoying? Ahead, for example, ahead. like uh, you know Ryan Frederick. Uh, uh, yeah, he also, yeah. He always tweets out his uh, scorecard. Yeah. He got shut on by fans, man. That's like. I understand that, you know, it's like, it's why do you get people so upset? He also said something about it. He's not it, a real like, judge, though. Like, it doesn't matter. It's just his opinion. Like, yeah, of course. The, when they put those media scorecards on the, on the tweets and stuff, like, it's just to give, like, some context, I guess, to, like, seeing what the media, like, people that are in the know think. It doesn't necessarily no, no. mean it's going to be what the judges think, though, right? The, the, the most funny thing when Michael Bisping said, yeah, he scored, the media guy scored, but that doesn't mean uh, shit. I was like, yeah, your scoring doesn't mean... <laughs> I thought you were going to say when, when I had that fight with Curtis and Vieira 1919 and Bisping was like, oh, yeah. Adam Martin has a tied. He's like, I don't know who that is. <laughs> I was like, thanks. <laughs> Felder said about me, I agree with that guy. <laughs> I love it. That was so funny. It was like, that's like my uh, 50 minutes of fate. Well, not 50 minutes, more 15 <laughs> seconds, but yeah. Um, uh, let's get, okay, well, let me get some comments in a sec. I just want to talk about Murad okay. and, uh, and and Corey quickly. Yeah. Um, I mean, the fight makes so much I love that Corey called him out, Marcel. Who wants to fight Marab, no one. Like, let's be honest. No one wants to fight him. He's like, like uh, Corey said, he's the hardest fight in the division right now, besides Aljamain. I'd argue, Marcel, he's even even harder fight, like potentially. Like, Marab is a very, very difficult fighter to even take a round off of these days, right? So, I think it's a great fight. I mean, I would favor Marab. I think you have to, Marcel, just because like he's looked unstoppable, you know. And I'm kind of tired of like um, doubting him, I guess. But I mean, Corey's. He's an amazing fighter. I think he would absolutely have a chance to win the fight. Like he did say that he's injured right now. He has like a, I think his elbow or something is injured. And he, he said he might need surgery, so he's going to be out for a little bit. But the thing is, like Marab wasn't going to be fighting time soon. I don't think. Um, although again, it depends, right? Because just say Cejudo wins the belt against Sterling, 
I don't know if Sterling gets an immediate rematch. He's only defended it twice. I don't know if that's enough for a, re- a rematch immediately. I don't think so. So I think that Murad could get it, you know, next in line potentially. I know O'Malley's there too. I get that, right? Yeah. A, that's the that's the thing. Like, but I, I feel like Murad deserves it more than Sean. Too. I agree. I agree. I mean, I think most people would agree with us, Marcel. It's just that Sean's a, a money maker, right, for the UFC. But I mean, if you ask most fans or media, like, who's the number one contender? Would like besides Cejudo, wouldn't they say Murad? I would think so, right? I still think it's stupid that Cejudo got the title shot at all. So, it kind yeah. of it's kind of screwing the division up now, isn't it? Yeah. Because you could have had O'Malley fight a Sterling next month, right, Marcel? Instead, yeah. you had a guy that came out of what three or four year retirement, just mm-hmm. be like, "I want a title shot. I'm coming back for the for my belt." I like Cejudo; he's a great fighter. To be honest, with Marcel, that is a very interesting fight. We'll talk about that. Uh, it's still March, okay? So in May, I guess it's in a month. Let's <laughs> kind of forget when it is. Um, We'll talk about that later, but like it's an interesting fight. Anyways, let, let me get to some comments here, guys, from you guys. Sure. Um, Glenn, UFC shouldn't be going back to Texas. Complete shit show. I swear to God, we say this every time. We said this when John Jones and Dominic Reyes that card. There was like a bunch of splits on that. Remember that? Like it was Andre Ewell and Jonathan Martinez. That was a bad decision. Yeah, Charles against Cross. Yeah, that one. I think Andrea Lee also had a decision against. I was was it Lauren Murphy maybe or Roxanne Montefiore? One of them too. Um, and I think that was controversial too. Let me get some comments. Uh, Marcus said he made some money. Yeah, good job, Marcus. I know you bet on Corey. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, stuff. being a ref and judge are completely different jobs. Shooting mix. I agree too. I mean, I get it. Like there are you know smaller commissions where it's kind of not possible. But in a state like Texas, come on. I mean, there's there's no need that these guys should be doing both. Big yeah. Dan um, shouldn't be judging fights either. I don't think there was. We'll talk about him in a second. But uh, Dan, I think that was last Jason, week, right? Yeah, Jason Herzog and Jacob Montel who did all three, all two judging and refing. Uh, Herzog did judging too on this. Yeah, card? I didn't even notice that. Okay. Well, I mean, I just feel – I know they do it in Texas. I do know that, but I don't like it. I just feel like there are different jobs. I'm not saying you can't do both, like, separately on a different night, but I just feel like it, it changes your perspective so much. What are you going to say? I got to tell you, man, here in the Netherlands, we uh, we had a show, and, uh, like, the, 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 was the ref was in the, was in the co-main event. He was the ref, huh? and in the main event, he was the corner man of one of the guys. <laughs> that's, that, that's even – that's sketchy. <laughs> get some more comments. What do you think the odds would be from Ram Sanigan? Are they out here, Marcus? Let me check. Maybe they're out. I didn't even look at Um No. Okay, I don't see them. Um, I mean, I think you'd have to favor Marab, I, I would imagine, right? Like, I agree not with that. I would imagine, like, maybe minus 200, maybe a little bit less. Is that, does that seem right? Or what do you think? Is that too high? Yeah, I agree with No, no, I agree with you. I, I would say it's you. about, uh, like, accurate. But we'll see. Yeah. I mean, and, and honestly, there will be some comeback action on uh, – Corey after this performance because his wrestling looked good. That's what surprised me, Marcel. He didn't just outstrike Cheeto. Marcel, he dominated him with the ground with the ground game too. And he, you know, he's moving the side control, getting good positions. He looked great. A couple more comments. We got our boy Crazy Pato here. Cheeto looked terrible. Even worse, he went aggressive in the last seconds second of the fight. It just made no sense. His performance was very bizarre. Very poor performance by Cheeto. I mean, again, I don't want to take away from Corey because he looked great, but you gotta look at it both ways. Like there's fights where you know, a guy looks great and the other guy looks pretty good. This fight was just a guy that looked great and the other guy looked bad, in my opinion. What's up, Antoine? Uh, I know what happened, but this fight makes me want O'Malley standing again. I mean, it'd be a great fight, but it looks like O'Malley's probably next month in the belt. What's up, Knox? How's it going, man? Glad to have I you. Mean, Gorilla, what's going on, man? Thanks again for the uh, artwork. Appreciate it. Dan Lugar was the judge of Barber Lee. That's right. That's what it was. Okay, we're going to talk about this. By the way, the UFC not going to let Sean, Sean O'Malley strength right in front of the finish, right before they finally got him in that spot where they want him. You know yeah, what I they mean? They wanted him to get that belt. They're going to, yeah. or not belt, but the title shot at least. They, they just wanted to have Cejudo back 
uh, and on the roster probably, and that's why they gave him the title shot because I think if they got him back and it's like you got to do a contender fight, maybe he doesn't come back, you know. So they gave him a title shot, and now those fights are tough for him, man. I got to be honest, like yeah, uh, yeah, he's, sure. he's the lead grapplers, like that is tough. We'll, we'll, we'll see him get tested in the grapple. But that's, but, but that's sure. that's the thing, man. With O'Malley, we should be honest, man. I don't think he beat Pete Piotr Jan, you know. It was and pretty jump, close, but yeah, he, probably he, not. He jumped from like number twelve to number one. You know? Yeah, the other thing was, how the fuck did Marlon Vera get ranked ahead of Corey heading into this fight? I was like, he beats Dominic Cruz and gets ranked three. How does that make sense? Tell I think me how Cor that makes sense. I think Corey, Corey, uh, after the how after Sterling, uh, after the Dillashaw fight and Jan and Dillashaw, he he uh, went a little bit down. Why? Went like, a little he bit should up. have beaten Dillashaw, arguably. And then Jan is pretty It wasn't a blow, it was competitive. Like, I agree. And he beats Song and he beats Vera. I don't know. And he also beat – he's the one who beat Frankie too before him. I mean, I, listen, I get Cruz is a good win, but I just don't think – I, I feel like – I like Cheeto. He's a good fighter, but I feel like he was a little bit overrated coming into this fight. People were talking about this guy as, like, the next, you know, title contender. But, like, again, Marcel, you're beating guys that are at the end of their careers. You know, it's a bit different than Corey's fighting. You know, Song Dong, I think, is, like, 23 years old or something. Like, he's, he's 24. He's super young, right? 25. Um, All right. We're good with the main event, I think. Last comment here. Sterling has size advantage. It'll probably be a lot bigger than two. I've seen people talk about that, yeah. And Sterling might move to 145, right? You've heard that. All right. Uh, I mean, I don't think we need to spend a lot of time in this fight. Holly Holm defeats Yana Santos. I mean, it, it, listen, she looked good. Like, her ground game, again, looked good. Um, and we've seen that before. When she fought Megan Anderson, she did the same thing. Just took her down, held her. Like, everyone talks about Holly Holm striking. It's, it's great, right? But her, her ground game is actually really good, too. Um and Dana White also said that we'll talk about the Hall of Fame, I guess, later on with Cerrone. But like Dana said that Holly Holm's going to be in the Hall of Fame one day too. So I agree. That, that, that makes sense. I mean, the, the, right now the only woman in the Hall of Fame is Ronda, and people were—I saw people bitching about that Marcel the other day. They were like, "They're like, this is like a very you know gender like basically <laughs> sexist Hall of Fame." And I'm like, oh, "Shut up!" <laughs> but who else are they put in there? Like they're not retired yet. Like I don't think they put in active fighters. They they put them in when they're retired. So like Ron, or uh, Ronda's in. Misha Tate's going to go in. Holly Holm's going to go in. Amanda Nunes will go in. Uh, Valentina's going to go in. Better put Cyborg in. Probably Rose. I, I would say Cyborg, but you know the UFC hates her. So I know. Probably not. But even though she obviously deserves it, she's the number one, you know, arguably fighter. And, and maybe her and Nunes, I guess, you could, you know, pick either one. But anyways, there's probably like, I just named like five or six women, right, that are going to go in the Hall of Fame one day. Andrade, she'll probably be in there one day too. That's the other thing. Like, well, she's a champ too, but like, you know, with the Cerrone thing, I don't know if we should talk about it now or you want to talk about it later. Do you want to talk about it quickly now? You want to talk yeah, about it now? Or... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay, go let's ahead. talk about uh, Cerrone quickly. Uh, I mean, how do you argue he doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? He is one of the best fighters, uh, like, ever as far as excitement goes. And that's what the sport's all about. It's about entertainment. Um, he didn't win a belt, but I don't think that matters. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. Um, uh, he holds numerous UFC records. He's second all-time in wins. He's uh, tied with Oliveira for most bonuses, 18, I think it was, most knockdowns. Um, second most submission wins, I believe, uh, most finishes, um, fought anyone, anytime. And now people are trying to discredit Cerrone's career. It's disgusting, Marcel. It's fucking sick. I don't know if you saw it. Like, listen, I like Jonathan Snowden. He is actually a very good writer. He writes for Bloody Elbow. I didn't agree with his article. I don't know if you saw it on Bloody Elbow, the new Bloody Elbow. He basically no. said, like, Cerrone shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. And I just think it's I, – I don't agree with that. I mean, at least, though, I'll give John credit. At least he wrote an article and, like, I don't like why he didn't feel like he should. There's a lot of fans on Twitter, including fans that I really respect, Marcel. Like, our boy Kaposa, love Kaposa, right? One of the most he's, knowledgeable guys. He's G, yeah. Which shocked when he's like, are you kidding me? They're putting Cerrone in the Hall of Fame. Like, I was like, dude, are you kidding me? He's second all-time in wins. 
Like, what else do you need to do, Marcel? Just because you're not a, a champion doesn't mean you're not in. Like, again, you know, like, I'll go on quickly, Marcel. Like, in the NBA, Charles Barkley is one of the best. You know, Charles Barkley for Space Jam. I think he's in. He never won a title, Marcel, and he's one of the greatest players. You're not going to put him in the Hall of Fame. You're not going to put, like, Carl Malone and John Stockton in the Hall of Fame. Obviously, you know, Steve Nash, I don't think he won a title either, right? So to me, it's like, just because they didn't win a belt doesn't mean they should be excluded. And as time goes on, Marcel, you will have more non-champions in. Like Jim Miller is going for in the sure, Hall of Fame. For sure. Someone asked me the other day, and I really like this guy too on Twitter. Um, he was like, okay, you're going to put Soroni in. Does that mean you're going to put in Jim Miller and Andre Orlovsky? I was like, uh, yeah, they're both going in the Hall of Fame. Like, I, I'm, I'm not a huge Orlovsky fan, but he's going in the Hall of Fame. He's second all-time in wins too, I think, or third. He's going in, Mark. He's a former champ too. Anyways, I just – I was really, really – really surprised how many people were upset by this <laughs> it just doesn't make sense and it, it's just sad because like Cerrone had a good career a great career he put on so many great fights with the fans finally gets recognized that people are shitting on his parade on his big day just pathetic Marcel no one can be happy for people anymore they just want to shit in people when they're successful there's me another rant on a Monday night Marcel every fucking Monday night I'm going to rant about something but like uh, honestly guys like how could you not think Cerrone's not Hall of Famer Marcel I, I don't get it I don't know. Sorry, I'll shut up now. <laughs> Listen, man. Uh, the thing is, it's the UFC Hall of Fame, you know? So you got to not just look MMA. At, it's UFC Hall of Fame, you know? You got to look what they did in the UFC. And Cerrone has been a very important guy for the UFC. Always oh, was yeah. there, you know? When they called him, can you do this in three days' notice? Sure, he's no, there. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Week later, can you come with? Yeah, I'm there, you know? He was always there, you know. He was a real company guy, you know. And I know yeah. he had that MMA JA or whatever for for a short thing with Bjorn Repney. Remember that? What happened to or, that? GSP, yeah. Delishaw, Cain Velasquez. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea what happened with that, but <laughs> hey, whatever, you know. But that's the only the only time that he really went pretty much against Dana at that moment. Yeah. But I mean. He's been always a company guy, you know, and how many entertaining fights we have seen Cowboy and we, all the time when Cowboy was fighting, I was I was hyped to see him fight, you know, definitely when he was in his prime like three, four years ago and, and further back, you know, when he came from the WEC. Um he's just he's just a great fighter. The thing is, I understand that people think like you put Anderson Silva, Jose Aldo, Jens Pulver, and then Cowboy, you know. The only thing that I can understand is that people say, why is Frank Shamrock not in it, you know? And I understand he is on bad terms with the UFC and Dana doesn't like him, blah, blah, blah. But he should be in it, you know, yeah. before someone else who hasn't been a champion in my I'll opinion. be honest, he's probably, Jim, like, one of the only snubs right now. Like, they've done a yeah. pretty good job with it, I think. I, I think I the agree. guys who should be in, in. Like, I don't I really understand. Jim, yeah, Jim Miller? Ahead. Jim Miller should be in it. Yet. He's not retired yet. No, it's true. But I'm like... You know, when, when you get him, and it's like, you should, we, what, what we talked about, man, before, we should have a mainstay wing, for example, you know, where you may be not like a pioneer or whatever, you know, but you deserve to be in that in that UFC Hall of Fame, you know, and, and again, it's UFC Hall of Fame, it's not MMA Hall of Fame, you know, because Fader will be never in the UFC Hall of Fame. We will never see, for example, probably Gina Carano in the UFC Hall of Fame. Mm -hmm. She was important as well for women MMA back in the day. Definitely in the U.S. She was she was the face of women MMA. I forgot to mention her, but obviously she. I mean, and the thing is, UFC bought Strikeforce, right? And yeah, Elite XP, so, it can, so, so it can happen. Yeah, yeah. Same with, and same with Cyborg, actually. Now that I think about it, right? But I still don't. I don't know if she'll ever get in. Although she should be. She's also a former UFC champion. Yeah. Anyways, I think we're on the same page as far as the, the story thing goes. Let All me right. get some comments about this. I'll get back to the Holly Holm fight. And stuff <laughs> this was really grinding my gears, as you guys can tell. It's not grateful, dude. Cyborg, 100%. But again, she's still an active fighter, right? So, 
if Kyle gets to Jim Miller, I mean, Jim Miller's, a, to me, he's a lock. I mean, he's got the most yeah. wins. He's got, I think he has the most finishes. He's going in. There's someone like Poirier deserves to be 100%, so, 100%, 100%, you know, 100%. You see Love Cowboy took every fight, fought from peanuts. It, it, he's not wrong. When he fought Connor, I think he got paid 200K and it was like the most he ever made. So he, yeah, I mean, this is them doing him a solid, right? After, I mean, the guy, you know, Marcel, he gave so many, so much sweat and blood. Yeah. I think about how many, he only joined the UFC in 2011 and he had like, uh, I want to say it was like almost 40 fights in like the last 12 years or whatever. It's a lot of fights, you know? I, re- I remember the first time when I saw Cowboy Cerrone. I think he was dating Brittany Palmer. <laughs> yeah, I know for sure. I met Brittany once. She actually came to my – I used to work at The Score, um, like 2011. She came in yeah. once when UFC had – it was the Machida Jones card. So okay. they, she, they brought her in, and uh, you guys are going to lie. I'll tell you the story. So she came in, and, like, every, all the guys – the, they were all, like, a bunch of nerds, like, typing about, like, football, and, like, I'm, ty- I'm the MMA guy, right? She comes in, and I'm like, oh, shit, that's Brittany Pollard. Dude, she looked great. I mean, she's a smoke show, right? Especially 10 years ago, Marcel. I mean, like, wow. So I'm like, you know what? Let me <laughs> shoot my shot with Brittany Pollard. <laughs> so I was like, hey, Brittany, how's it going? Like, uh, you know, big fan of yours. I'm like, you know, without you, like, I would have no idea what round it is. So I really appreciate the <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> dude, she started laughing, and she's like, oh, man. She's like, that's so funny. Like, what's your name? And I'm like, oh, madam, nice to meet you, right? <laughs> and then my boss was like, "Dude, did you just like try to like? Did you just talk to Brittany Palmer?" I'm like, "Yeah, man. I gave, like I, I was joking with her." He's like, "Dude, I." He's like, "Man, she liked that joke." I was like, "I don't know. I, I tried my best." And I was I was a young guy. I was a good looking guy myself back in the day. I was a young skinny guy. Now I'm a big fat guy. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit different. But I just want to tell the story because it was fucking jokes. It's such a good line though, too. Eh? Like, I have no idea what round it was. <laughs> she just starts laughing. Get some more comments here. You got our boy Joe here in the chat. What's up, Joe? Hope you're enjoying the laugh here with me. Over was a tricky one. I I don't know. I mean, that's a tough one because he was a strike force champion. He had a good career, but actually he'll probably be in one day too. I mean, honestly, these guys were legends. Like he'll probably be in. Also, he was in Pride. They also have Pride, right? So that's another one. Tony and RDA are both Hall of Famers, especially RDA. I mean, RDA is 100%, I think, going in. Tony's like, I would say, I would say like with uh, RDA is 100% for me. Tony's probably like a 90%, but I would imagine it goes in too. What do you think, those two guys? Yeah, RDA definitely. I I think RDA definitely. Tony is. Yeah. I think he deserves it. I think we're going to get a huge Hall of Fame. That's mind. okay, though. I don't think it's yeah, like, I look at, the, again, you look at basketball, like all the other sports, like I get it, like baseball is very inclusive. They barely induct anyone. But even in baseball, they have, there's some guys in there, like Harold Baines got in, in a few years ago. He's He was just an average player and he got in. So like, you, you do have like, like a Bonner once in a while. Like, let's be honest, Bonner's probably not Hall of Fame, but he had that Hall of Fame fight. Also, it's weird because with Bonner, Okay, so the weird thing is he got inducted in 2013 with Forrest Griffin, okay, on the same night. Yeah. That was before the, the fight wing became a thing. And now if you look at the UFC website, he's not as part of the, the Hall of Fame roster, but he was for years on that website. I know he was. Now he's just part of that fight. It's really weird because, again, that fight wing wasn't created when he and him and Forrest went in, which was in 2013. The fight wing got created in 2015. So a little strange because I saw some people talk about, like, you know, Sorry, he's the first non-champion. I'm thinking Bonner was already in, but it's kind you know, of weird what happened there. Say. Someone asked me, like, why is Mike Goldberg still not in the UFC Hall of Fame? He should be in it too. John Anderson go in it one day. Joe Rogan, obviously, oh, for should sure. go in the Hall of Fame. Um, I mean, Laura Sanko might go in one day. I'm just, like, I know it's early. I'm just saying, she's with the company for the next 20, 30 years. She'll be in it, right? Um, longevity counts, you know? Longevity really counts. Let me get some more comments. Carlos Condit's interesting. Um, 
I really like Condit, but I don't know. I mean, it's kind of a 50-50 one for me. WC champ, interim well, UFC champ. Interim yeah. champion UFC, yeah. Possibly. I would say Marcel, I'm, I'm not sure if he's a lock. He's like the 50-50 guy, yeah. He's on the bubble. He's like a he's like I would say he's like Hall very, very good, you know, but he could be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I had to pull over so I could say he's a great line to Brittany. I know, right? Man? I, I should have asked her for a drink after too. I don't know why I didn't. I, I was just a bit of a wimp, I guess. Whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, I think she was dating Cowboy at the time, anyways. <laughs> like, I'm my like, fucking ass kick, man. <laughs> I mean, got some more comments. I think he were might be against Strong and be in the Hall of Fame because he lost 10 his last 15. Yeah. I agree, but like, so what? He also won like 10 of his 50 before that. He had that win streak with guys like Eddie Alvarez. Like, people were saying Eddie's unstoppable. Remember that fight? Like, he smashed the skull, beats him. The guy has a great record. I mean, at the end of his career, you're right, Marcus. He stayed on too long, but so did DJ Penn. I mean, DJ, then if his career looks like shit too, but he's no one's going to argue he's not a Hall of Famer. I know he's different. He's a double champ. But even like Maurice Smith, he's in the Hall of Fame. His record sucks. I think he's below 500. Maurice Smith. I, I always say on parties where I go, I mean, you're trying to BJ. So, yeah. Maurice Smith, he was a former. I know, I know, but I'm just saying, you know, former, <laughs> I got your joke. But he's a former champ, Marcel, and like he should be in. Um, Taroni, 48 fights, including WC. I mean, how did, that's? I'm guessing that's the most ever, right, Glenn? For between USC and WC, I imagine. How could he not be in it? Uh, Khabib pulled a Cowboy match a couple times back in 2014-15. I mean, Khabib would have just taken him down. I know Cowboy is a great like submission game, but he would have got a wrestle. What's the between Dean and Frank? I, it, go, it goes back years and years. Um, I think, yeah, it goes back years and years. Frank. Was one of the best fighters of all time. I think he gave up his belt after he fought Tito, if I'm not mistaken, Marcel. Yeah, yeah. He, he started yeah. fighting in, was it Rumble on the Rock or something or something like that? I, yeah. Or somewhere in Hawaii. Anyways, it was really complicated. That's 20 years ago, you know, history. I agree with Marcel. They should make Hall of Fame more wings. They should have, I agree. They should have like a modern, well, they do have the modern wing, but as time goes on, you're going to have an even modern, more modern wing. <laughs> you know well, sm- sm- smart guy that knocks. I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like this guy too. This guy's funny. This guy, I like this one. I can go on. What about Benson? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's I, I pro. He didn't stay in the UFC that long, but he was also a WEC champ. He had one of the best fights of all time with Anthony Pettis. I mean, it's definitely and he was a UFC champ. He was a UFC champ as well. So he's 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 up there. But again, his UFC career didn't last long. And I don't. I want to say he defended his title only a couple times. And let's be honest, Marcel. I I thought Frankie Edgar beat him in the rematch. I also thought that. Gilbert Melendez beat him too, you know? So I think a lot of people feel that way. But yeah, he might go in one day. He's retired oh, now, so. Gilbert Melendez is another guy. Oh, shit, another one. That's what I'm saying. Like, the whole thing's going to get big, Marcel. All but but the, only, are... the thing is, he only has one win in the UFC. You yeah, know? I don't know. I'm not sure, but he had all those wins in Strike Force, right? Yeah, definitely. And in WC as well. So yeah. it's hard to say, but then it's like you put Josh Thompson in the Hall of Fame. I mean, I don't know. Like, right? Probably <laughs> yeah. not. Dame, you know, Dame hates, um, what's it called? Uh, Bellator. Anyways, Tony Hall of Fame worthy. Yeah, I think he, he, he might get in, but RDA, you asked? RDA is a lock in my opinion. All right, yeah. let me get back to the fight, Marcel. Um, and quickly, I, there was a question here by, by Marcus that I forgot. That. He said, who should Cheeto fight next? Um, do you have That's an pretty idea? Clear. Who? Yeah, pretty clear. Pure Young. Oh, he called him out. Yeah, I saw that, actually. What am I talking about? Um, sure. Why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. Individual induction of Diego. I think the whole tough one cast will get in. I think Dana's already said that. Only um, if Josh Fabia gets along with him. <laughs> Turn muscle and start whipping him or whatever, beating with sticks. That was so weird that video. No. Uh, yeah, Diego's going to be in Hall of Fame too. I mean, Dana White loves him, but it might be as part of the cast of Tough One. They might just do yeah. it like that because Chris Levin is another guy. I mean, listen, on paper, no, he's not a Hall of Famer, but like again, Dana White loves that fucking first class guys. Maybe you know, Levy will be probably. I mean, we're talking about like the commentators and stuff now, but again, you know, as the sport gets bigger, like again, Marcel, you look at other sports. Um, I believe that they do have Hall of Fame wings for like broadcasters and stuff too. Right, it's not just the fighters. It's not just 
like also you have, you have the the architects, it's the builders. They call it builders. So like Dana White's going to be <laughs> Dana White's going to induct himself in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think enough Hall of Fame talk, but it was a really good discussion, guys. I, I appreciate it. Are, right. the, are the Fatidas in the Hall of Fame yet? They're not, but they're going to be, especially Lorenzo, right? Yeah, Obviously. Lorenzo definitely should be. They're going to put Hunter Campbell in one day too, probably, yeah. and, and Clay Guida, Sean Shelby. Oh, Clay Guida? I don't know. I mean, Clay's again. I think he's a strike force. I'm pretty sure. Tons of fights. I would say no to Guido, though. I, I don't know. He had some great fights, but I, I would put him in the mainstay wing, which I created. Yeah, you created that <laughs> wing, right? He's yeah. he's again a borderline guy. There's some guys you talk about that are like absolute locks, but there's some guys who are borderline. All right, all right. Let's get back to the fights. Yeah, okay. Uh, Holman Santos. Yeah, this is why I got into the Hall of Fame talk because this fight was kind of boring. <laughs> Marcel, when I found that first minute of the fight where you sent Yana was pushing her against the fence, um. I was like, oh my god, we're gonna see 50 minutes of this shit. Yeah, I was about <laughs> like, to oh say. man. And then Holly started taking over. I mean, what's there to say about this fight? Giannis Santos is not that good of a fighter. I'm sorry, but she's just an average fighter. And and Holly Holm is still one of the better ones. And this was a clear setup fight myself for Holly to get a win, don't you think? Yeah, of course. And I think it was competitive the first two and a half, three minutes, and then Holly took yeah. her down. And uh, the second and third round were clear Holly. So uh I think um at least I think it was a little bit, was a little bit better than uh, than some other holy fights I saw before. I think she was more active. She did more. Um, yeah, and many people were upset about her post fight interview, right? Uh, I was. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that. So she said like, it was like, I want you guys to. All, uh, okay, so it started off with, I, I want you guys to uh, clap for my team, and I like that because like I don't feel like the coaches do get enough credit yeah. in the sport, you know. So I love that actually. Greg, Greg Jackson, you know, say what you want about him, but like he is a good coach. Yeah, and then she said, my family and friends are here. Applaud for them. And I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, we need to protect the children or something. And From sexualization. Yeah, yeah I, I don't have a problem with the, what she said. I don't, you know, and it's sad as fuck that that's a controversial take these days yeah. to say protect our kids. I have a one-year-old daughter, dude. Like, the sick shit I see on Twitter and stuff with these fucking weirdos that they take their kids to these, like, weird fucking places man with like sexual like and then the way they dress their kids it's fucking sick Marcel so I actually had no problem with what she said man um and the amount of people that are going on against Holly saying that she's weird and stuff those people are fucking like closet pedos or something bro like seriously because what was wrong with, tell me what's wrong with what you said tell me nothing at all dude I, I fully agreed I mean you have those uh listen man like I said I have nothing against transgender queer or whatever oh no no that, I, I'd be either yeah, I don't have anything yeah, like that but the sexualization of children is something I'm very against man yeah uh, me too man I, I don't think like they should have uh have queer people uh read to them from books and with the kids on their lap in the school, you know what I mean? It doesn't oh, make see, sense. That's, see, I, you more so, I, see, I think that's a little different, I think, than what she's saying, though. Don't you think? No, I think that that's part of it, you know? It's really like, uh, I feel like the, how do you say that, the the, the thing, like what is going on right now, is like that certain things go through that shouldn't go through, you know what I mean? I mean, listen, man, there's nothing wrong with uh, with with knowing that there are a lot more things in the world, you know, but at a certain age, you shouldn't be exposed to it, in my opinion. I just don't think any kids should really be sitting on any adult's lap that's not their parents, personally. I don't think it matters yeah. what, what, <laughs> yeah. their, what their uh, sexuality is or whatever. I agree. Um, I think she, she's talking more about the way they're dressing kids now and stuff. Like you've seen some of these like ads for clothes and movies and stuff. Like it's oh, I it's agree fucking, with that as well. Yeah. Fucking wrong, bro. So 
I think they took. Remember when they took like a, a series down from Netflix where like something called Cuties or something. It's like a movie. I never saw it, but I, I know that it was like Cuties or something. Yeah, I, I don't think know so. What yeah, it was. yeah. Really creepy and stuff. Like, yeah. like why would you want to watch that shit? I think their yeah. kids were like really young kids, like and they're yeah. talking about sex and stuff. I don't even know. I didn't. I never saw it, but yeah, it's weird. Kind of weird. Really creepy. All right, we get some more comments here, guys. Um, shit, there's a lot of comments. A wall and Shaftcat. That's next. Yeah. Cowboy Day, Brittany Palmer, bro is definitely Hall of Famer. Yeah, I mean, he already was, but now he definitely is, right? Eve Fabel is more beautiful. She's with the Cage Warriors president. Yeah, Graham Boylan, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I met her once too, actually. She came to Toronto for the, um, they used to have, uh, they still do the Fan Expo in, in uh, Vegas, but they had it in Toronto once. I met like Nick Diaz. Actually, I met Gilbert Melendez. I have a picture of him, which was cool. This is before I was a journalist. This is like 2000. Well, same year, but it's before I started, you know, writing about it. So yeah, I, I was allowed to take pictures back then. Yeah. What do you say? You should show me that one with the Gilbert. I'll, I'll check if I can find it. But yeah, yeah, yeah actually, yeah. let me see right now if I can find it. But yeah, I thought uh, Edith was there. Edith is a very, very, very good-looking woman. And she's also um, Canadian, too. So, you know, she, she gets a, an extra bonus point in my book. Not that my book matters. Okay. <laughs> Dave, never seen a sports less history talk about how much a Hall of Fame and goats. Yeah, I know what you're saying, David. But, like, it's, you know, something that, it's something to talk about. But you're right. I know what you're saying, like, Baseball is, you know, 150 years old, right? Basketball is 100 years old. So I get what you're saying. Crazy Holly's still good at 42. She's like lover. Yeah, she's really good, man. Still in great shape, too. I think it's strange to see adults having an issue with home saying, protect your children, says Marcus. You have a question if people are mad at Holly for saying that. Bro, they're, they're weirdos, man. Female Banway is the weakest division in the UFC by far. It's it's not good. It's really not good. What's up, Jason? Funny something in Preacher's Dark talking about protecting children. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, tough, Joe. Thanks. Agreed. Um, let me see if I find these pictures, Marcel. Yeah, right, man. I, yeah, it's been a long time. Like again, this was you know I you, now that I I mean I'm not I am in the MMA media, but like not you know full time anymore. But it's fine. But I wouldn't take pictures now. But before I was when I was just a fan, I had no problem doing it. Obviously, uh, let's see. I got some good pictures, Marcel. Want to see some? Yeah, go ahead. Why not? Let's put some good pictures, guys. Kendra lost involved with powers on Dana. As long as you know. keep your as long as you keep your pants on, I'd like. Kendra is like a huge UFC fan. She actually follows me on Twitter. Um, I just got to be careful because she's her timeline's full of like <laughs> porn, so you got to yeah. be careful. You don't have to like click retweet back. And I, I like Kendra, though. she's nice. Um, obviously, <laughs> he doesn't like her. She's like, she has a podcast. I don't know if she still does, but with uh, what's his name, Marquez, right? Julian, so yeah, yeah, with Julian Marquez. Here's some old pictures, guys. Show it to you. Why not? Here, here's some good ones. Those John Fitcher met him. Look how skinny everyone's back. Look at that handsome fuck Marcel. Jesus, John Fitch. <laughs> that was a good one. Brian Bader, that was awesome. He also, dude, this choke, I swear to God, I thought I was going to pass out, man. That was cool. <laughs> uh, okay, who we got? Melvin Glar, Jim Miller. Yeah. Uh, it's bad. That picture was bad. Some of these pictures are, oh, yeah, here's Edith LaBelle. I don't know who this chick is, but she looked hot too. But Edith LaBelle is great. Who else we got? That's, that's my buddy. Um, oh, there's the Strike Force belt, Marcel. That was Gilbert's belt. And I think I, uh, there's Kurt Pellegrino, Teguida. Yeah, I, I think I took this from a fucking potato or something. These pictures are terrible. <laughs> Scott Jorgensen. Yeah, I think I had a Blackberry back then. Nick Diaz, he was there. Oh, my boy Stitch. My boy awesome. Stitch. I have his book, and he signed He signed his book for me. So I have the, the book signed. I love Stitch, dude. Another guy that should – oh, there's Ariana. But again, the, the picture is just so bad, eh? Sam Stout, he was there. Yeah, awesome. I don't know if it was my phone or that guy's phone. Oh, there's Gilbert. Yeah, there, there, there it is. There it is. Sick, eh? Yeah. Fucking love that. Always love Gilbert. Yeah. Chris Lytle, one of my all time favorite fighters. I mean, if, if I had to pick for UFC Hall of Fame, he's going in. And Magrino, Cole Miller. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if the people even listening, like some of these people might not know these guys. There's Pat Berry. Before I knew that 
Actually, this is probably even before he's dating Rose. <laughs> Be honest. Yeah. Uh, these two guys, um, Skyscrape, uh, I think, and yeah. Punkass, right? Yeah. That's name Skyscrape. Top out. Yeah, Skyscraper and Punkass. Yeah, top out guys, which is, uh, I don't think they're really affiliated. There's Moro, but that was before I met, actually worked with Moro and he, he, he was a dick. But, <laughs> but before that, I loved the guy. I mean, right? But I, I don't want to talk about him. Um, and there's UFC 120 as my dad and me. That was uh, Randy Couture and uh, Machida. Anyway, that's a long time ago. I just wanted to show you that. Take a trip through memory lane, Marcel. Awesome, right. awesome. Yeah, it's cool. 20, 2011, dude. He's 20, fucking 23 now. My God, the years go by so quick, guys. Yeah. The years go by so fast. So enjoy it while you're here. All right. Nate Landward defeats Austin Lingo. Submission. We both picked him to win. I mean, no surprise here, right? Man, I really want to know how training goes between us or between Nate Landward and Colby Covington. I really want to know the conversations they have, man. <laughs> They're both jokers, man. Yeah. Um, I like Nate. He's really come out of the shell. He's won three straight fights, by the way, Marcel. It's crazy. Like, I've been so, like, well, I got this fight right, but I've been bad at picking his fights. Like, I remember I picked him. I'm like, oh, he's going to destroy Julian Rose, and he gets flying need in a minute. Remember like, the Klein he, fight. Klein, I remember we talked. Marcel, you even said, there's no reason to pick him here. <laughs> and he fucking destroys the dude. And then Onama, that was a close fight, but he won. And then even the Herbert Burns fight, I think I got that wrong. And then the Elkins fight, he won, but I thought he lost. Yeah. <laughs> he's just a weird guy, but he's looked great lately. That that camp, MA Masters, has been doing great. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I hope we see Baeza back soon, man. I really yeah, I like Carmel Thunder, too. You know, I thought that he won the first round, Marcel, um, Austin Lingo. So yeah. he, he looked de- – actually, I think he did on the judges' scorecards, too. Uh, two of them, I think. Um, he looked decent, but then he gets submitted. Yeah, I like Nate. Nate wants a top 15 guy. I think they just rebooked the fight with Caceres. For sure, that's the thing. That's what they should do, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Old school photos. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it really goes back. Some of those guys are Kurt Pellegrino. I wonder if some of these people in the podcast even know who that is. Marcel. Batman. Batman was, you know, decent. Right. Uh, they, they probably know when you say the, the most memorable loss of him is when Nate Diaz uh, triangled him and flipped the bird double. Yeah, double bird. Yeah. yeah. Classic. All right. <laughs> Macy Barber defeats Andre Andrea Lee by decision. What okay, what was your scorecard? 29-28 Lee. Okay, good. I'm glad you're on with, with me on this one. Dude, this is bad. I mean, this I know I called it a robbery. Maybe it was a bit of hyperbole, but I was Yeah, but you were annoyed with another one that she got close, which shouldn't really be Oh, I was yeah. shocked when they said 327 <laughs> Bar, um, Barber. Dan Mergliota, what the hell, dude? <laughs> what scorecard is that? Here's the thing. Okay, here, here's the thing, guys. Listen. <laughs> I'm very well aware what the unified rules say and, yeah. and the, the scoring criteria. I get it. You know, effective striking, right? Damage, quote-unquote, right? I get that. That is key. But it's also effective grappling, too. Those They're tied at the top, and then it goes to aggression, then octane control. Those are only used if it's tied, right? If they grapple yeah. and the striking's tied. People are forgetting that it's effective grappling. And I'm sorry, Marcel, but she wasn't just – lying in her guard right she didn't just get a shitty takedown and like hold her against the fence like that's not really effective you know yeah. she was inside control like that's effective grappling that's scoring points that oh, is yeah. winning the round and i know macy landed a, a few more strikes along the way but i don't think it overrides the amount of uh effective grappling it's not just control time guys it's not just the control time i get people say that but effective grappling is it's part of the the top criteria and i think when you take someone down and you move into side control and the person can't get up and you're in side control or you have um, full mount or you have back mount or back control, those score points, Marcel. They do. They score points. It's one of the reasons why, when, remember when Askarov fought uh, Kai Carfrance? He had that back control, right? I think it was in the, was it the third? Remember that fight, Marcel? 
Yeah. To me, that that's the kind of thing, guys, that it can sway around. In this fight, it was she had so much side control. That's effective grappling. She should have won the fight. I Chris Lee again, I think had a good scorecard here, but when I when I heard 3027, I just assumed we won. I was shocked Me when Barbara won the fight. I was completely shocked. You were too, eh? Yeah, because when I heard 3027, I think it's then Lee gets up, but there's no way Macy won three rounds, in my opinion, you know? Okay. And Lee, wow. it was possible for Lee to won. I don't think she won three, but it was at least possible, you know? Yep. Um, yeah, man. I mean, so, some people have a lot of luck, and Macy has a lot of luck, dude. I mean, she is 4 0 in the last four. Should it should be 2 and 2, probably. So yeah. she, she didn't beat Miranda Maverick either. She didn't. Nah. That and was even worse, I think. Actually. This was pretty bad, too. This was pretty bad, in my opinion. And I remember I picked Barber. I was Me pretty too. confident she would win. I just like seeing the right person get the win. You know, Me I too. really do. Um, Andrea Lee has lost. Three split decisions in the UFC. She's zero and three in split decisions. So. You, you, you know what's the problem with, with people like uh, scoring and they are so about uh, damage and stuff. There are certain people on Twitter who act, act like they are like the, the, the chairman of the of judging. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they also... Listen, man, they don't even inform people correctly, man, with the unified rules. If you look at the update, they don't even inform them. They say grappling... Doesn't count at all. That's bullshit. No, it says effective striking, effective yeah. grappling. And yeah, I of know. course. That's bullshit, you know? Yep. Yep. No, I agree. Uh, by the way, uh, Andrea Lee, her last fight with Viviana Rujo, she landed a knockdown, right? That's damage. Mm -hmm. She actually landed more significant strikes in that fight. Guess who lost more? So she did. So the judging is just very inconsistent, right? Like, if it was just more consistent, I would get it. But, like, this decision is shit, in my opinion. All right. A couple of comments. Seems like a lot of fighters from Forrest have been losing this year. True. I mean, maybe Safe's got too many, you know, People in his roster, you know, thought they won. Maybe they just fights a good at bad ref, bad judge. Yeah, maybe Dan was trying to take the heat off that idiot Colazzo. <laughs> he was split in half, half had Lee, half had Barber. I thought Lee won, man. You guys had Barber, right? Eh? I got, I, I know what you're saying, Marcus, but like, I just think like that side control is we can say the same thing for Barber pretty much, you know. I, I, I thought too, anyways. Let's move on to the next fight again. I picked Chidi to win. I was, I had him as one of my best bets. I was praying Marcel, but. He didn't win this fight. I'm sorry, no. but he didn't. He lost the first. He didn't do anything for the first ten minutes. He just stood there doing nothing and got taken down in the first round. Duran's not that good either. His cardio sucks. Like he's going to lose Marcel, but it was enough to win this fight. I'm just I'm disappointed by Chidi. I just feel like he didn't let the, you know pull the trigger in this fight. I think because he got knocked out in his last fight, he was a little like hesitant here. I don't know. What do you think? Thank you, Houston. Thank you, Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Darayev. <Yeah. laughs> um, and a boo. <laughs> they called him you, you had Darayev winning though, right? No, no. I had Angel Kouani. Oh, I you picked, did? I picked him by finish. Um, no, no, no I'm saying like, like, who did you score for? Oh, for the, for Darayev. Yeah, for sure. First two rounds, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. The thing is like, um, I expected Anjokowani to be more aggressive from the from the start, and he wasn't. He was pacing himself or something, you know. Yeah. And Duraev uh, actually did well in the first round, I think, in the second as well. Third round, finally, Anjokowani did a little bit more, but also not a lot, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And the thing was like, I was like, what are you doing, man, Duraev, dude? You're much better in the wrestling department. And he was keep staying in front of him. He he took a head kick, man, that you heard through the arena, I think. Uh, and he keeps standing like there was nothing happened. Um, Worst fight of the card, to be really honest. Worst yeah, fight of the fight. card. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I said after the fight, I said, can I get 15 minutes of my life back? 
Uh, not a good fight. I'm happy for Daria if he got the win, but uh, it wasn't good, I think. Yeah. Uh, and Jokowani looked really bad. And the thing is, like, maybe he's like, uh, after that Rodriguez fight where he started really well in the first round, got finished in the second round, maybe he's well, I was like, I have to pace myself a little bit so I don't get gassed out again in the second or third round. So, yeah, maybe that's the thing, but uh, what wasn't good, man. We, we wasn't, uh, wasn't very uh, eventful, in my opinion. Let's get some more comments here. Gorilla said he, he bet, bet on Barber thought she lost. Uh, it's the same with me. Uh, bad judging and scoring for Cheetah was horrible. Uh, honestly, shocked Cheetah looked. I expect a lot more offense. Grief Adam derived like good. I'm fading him. I, I don't think his cardio is good either. But Cheetah looked terrible in this fight. It was just so bad. All right. Um, go to the prelims quickly. Oh, yeah. We lost the fight. We should mention that quickly. <sighs> Your boy, Alex Bray. You talked to him? Have you talked to him? Yeah, yeah, yesterday. Tell me what he said. So, yeah, it's like, dude, um, I actually messaged him right after it got called off, you know? So, just like, how are you doing? It's obviously, not going to get back because it was right after it. So, uh, I, I messaged Jason about it, uh, Jason House. And uh, he was like, yeah, I don't know exactly as well because he was, like, still with Vera on his way to the to the event center and Alex was already there, you know? So, he didn't know exactly as well. So, um yeah, he had a he had a seizure, like he said on social media. Uh, yeah, and uh, I asked him like, uh, "How are you doing?" He's like, "I'm back now at at home, where we, uh, I think he lives in Lamar, California." So he was back home, and um, he's like, "Yeah, it's it's like I have to rest and uh, take take my take my rest and have to wait. We're gonna do some some more. Uh, how do you say that?" Um, tests, tests, yeah, and we have to wait what, what's happened. So it's like, uh, I don't know what's up, but uh, we'll have to wait. So I asked him, like, uh, do you do you actually read comments on Instagram and Twitter? He's like, yeah, I do. I saw people saying I'm scared. He's like, dude, I have over 30 fights. I fought for titles. So it's like, oh, I'm scared, you know? doesn't make sense, but I don't care about it. You know, they, people have opinions. They can say whatever they want. I'm not even going to block people. They can say whatever they want. They have freedom of speech, you know? So uh, he's not concerned by it, but uh, man, I, I was kind of disappointed in Manal Cap's reaction. Now, what he said, you know, I mean, uh, Manal, good fighter, but uh, come on, dude, you know, I understand yeah, you're, uh, I you're upset. Yeah, I was kind of lame too. I mean, your yeah. opponent, like, was, he had a seizure, you know. Yeah. Also, he 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 said like you have spies in my camp or something. It's like really weird on the, on the during the weigh in. I, I get these frustrated because I think he had a fight last year that fell off too, right? Wasn't there a fight? I think in uh, Singapore. Yeah, right? Bontorin. Yeah, Bontorin. That guy missed weight or something. Or he had a weight cut issue. It's think, also so. yeah. I saw pictures. So yeah. let me say this, about Perez. I really like the guy. He's a good fighter. Me too. Um, but here's a fact. The fact is, he's nine fights in the UFC and twelve canceled fights. Okay. But not all to due to his fault. You That's true. I agree that. with that too. It just seems like there's like bad mojo or something right around this guy, Marcel. Like you signed to fight him, you probably don't end up fighting. I mean, that's just the truth. Um, I know he says it's not weight cut related, but I mean, I would, I, I think he does cut a lot of weight. I mean, I saw him on the scale; he looked like he cut a lot of weight. And you know, we, we don't know everything about weight cutting. And I'm not again, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> Trust me, if I was a doctor, I would be doing this. But I mean, it would, I think you'd have to play some sort of factor where so dehydrating himself that much and then you know putting in back all that you know mass on the next day with, with i think it might have affected it but either way because it wasn't just like a weight cutting thing there was like a serious medical issue i would hope he gets one more fight but 
I don't know, Marcel. Do you think he? Do you think they would release him? What do you think? Was it a bad look, or do you think they gave him another chance? Uh, no, he said he said UFC really took good care of him uh, on Saturday. So, so I, I I don't know, man. You know, it's the thing. Like uh, it depends. I really I think it really depends on what they find. You know, uh, that that's pretty much how it is. You know, if it's like if it becomes weight cut issue, which is possible. I don't know. I, I'm like I said, I'm not a doctor. I'm not Kevin Ioli. So, um, just kidding. But. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. You know, we have to wait for it. Um, I just hope that uh, that that he'll be healthy. You know, because but besides that, I really like to do it. One of the best, one of the most nice guys I've met in in MMA uh, community. Yeah, I know you uh, like the guy. Yeah. Uh, besides that, I just never hope for anyone going bad health. You know, so I always hope for good health. Could he fight Obviously, at one thirty five? Is that possible? Uh, he fought at 135 in the UFC when okay. the UFC was when the UFC want, was uh, cutting all the flyweights. Remember when they wanted to stop the division? He went to 135. Very smart, by the way, because they kept him there. When they went, they was, went reloaded to like 125. He went back to 125. Like Dustin Ortiz got cutting some of those guys. Yeah, I remember that, right? Yeah, uh, Mateus uh, Nicolau. Yeah, and what's his name? Uh, Moreno. Moreno. Got Moreno as well. Yeah, with <laughs> <laughs> LFA. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Anyways, I, I feel bad for the dude. I mean, because of the seizure, but like it's a lot of canceled fights. Um, yeah, it's crazy right after that fake fight. All right, let me go to some other. We'll go through the prelims kind of quick here, more so. I guess, um, Daniel Pineda gets the win over Tucker Lutz. Look great. Um, a guy that I honestly have a hard time picking his fights. Like, I haven't been good, I think, since he's come back to the UFC. I think, uh, you know, I got the Cub one right, and the other ones, you know, the Herbert Burns fight in this one, like, I don't think I picked him. So, he's been kind of a tough guy to bet on, um, over the years. Uh, Lucas Alexander looked great in his fight against Dean Peters. He's retired. Steven Pearson didn't look good in this fight. Something was off, and as soon as the fight was over, he uh, put his gloves down. Maybe he had, like, an injury or something. He just shout- didn't fight with any aggressive, right? Yeah, but still, shout-out to Steven Peterson, man. I mean, um, he's, future UFC uh, Hall of Famer. He's not man, the obviously. future Hall of Famer, obviously, <laughs> no. But, uh, man, we, we can say whatever we want about Steven, yeah. but he always comes to scrap. You know, we had a yeah. great fight in the Contender Series with Brandon Davis, remember? Yeah. The Julian Arosa fight last year was, like, a... Uh, in my opinion, top 10 fights of 2022 yeah. was really good. Uh, dude comes to and, and that crazy spinning back back elbow knockout against Martin Bravo. Remember that one? Yeah, was also crazy. So he had some fun fights, you know. He's just yeah. not he's not a, like a top 15 guy, but he's a really fun guy to watch. And uh, yeah, I wish him nothing but the best. Dude. He had seven fights in the UFC, he won bonuses in three of the fights. I mean, that's not yeah. bad ratio, you know, when you think about it. Um, a couple other fights here. Trevin Giles defeats Preston Parsons. This fight also, I think, could be like one of the that one and Jaquani Derev. This fight wasn't that exciting. I, I, I don't know. Giles just doesn't do it for me. Or so I gotta be honest. This guy, I don't really enjoy watching him fight. I and mean, he got the win. I did think he barely won the fight, but it was like so close. Like could have went either way. CJ Vergara and Daniel Sarita. We'll talk about this one quickly. I mean, amazing fight. One fight of the night. Well deserved. Um, first round, two knockdowns for the Sarita. Looked like Vergara was out on his feet multiple times. A lot of people saying Jason Herzog should have stopped the fight, but it looked like a good decision, right? When he came back and destroyed the dude in the second round. Uh, Lacerda, 0 and 4 now in the UFC, but Marcel, you have to give him another fight, don't you? You didn't set that last week. <laughs> I know, you're right. I need to like say, like, in the future, like, you know, if the guy puts on fight of the night, I mean, that's right. I can change it. Adam, I think they'll give him one more, Marcel. I think they will. I got to break in here, man. Um, the first round, two of the three judges give that round a 10 9. And this were, again, two local <laughs> uh, local Texan judges there. Like, get the fuck out. Two but besides, downs, dude. Yeah, but besides that, Jason Herzog, listen, it wouldn't have affected the fight, I think, but Jason Herzog should have taken a point from CJ Vergara. What do you, you know? go for timidity? For running? Yeah, for running yeah. away and timidity. And listen, that Lacerda is stupid enough to, to run after him and gas him out completely himself. You know, yep. that, that's on him, you know. Yep. But 
Herzog should have taken a point there, or at least give a warning, a strong warning, and if it happens again, take a point, you know? And then Definitely. after, um, and possibly CJ Fergara still finishes him with VIFITK in the second round, yeah. but that's what Herzog should have done, you know? That's what, in my opinion, you know? Um, but because that was worse than what Connor did, than what Alistair Overeem did, or what Israel Adesanya did. So, um, yeah, but hey, great comeback for Vergara, man. I mean, the dude was pretty much out of it in the mm -hmm. first round. Uh, great comeback in front of his home crowd. Very cool for him, you know. Yeah. And um, I was happy for I was sad for, for Lacerda da Silva. Lacerda da Silva, I don't know. They should change his name the whole damn time. Yeah. But um, I th I still think this guy is really fun to watch. And I think he has the quality, but his gas tank is ass. You know, that, yeah. that's the stuff, you know. Yeah. And he got, he got to fix that, you know. If he doesn't fix that, he's just a one. I don't know fight. if he can fix it. I'll be honest. I, I, Some I, fighters I just can't, you know. Yeah. So, anyway, I was gonna say by the way, like the the Texas fighters did okay in the prelims. Like Vergara yeah. won, uh, Giles won, Pineda won. Obviously, Peterson lost. But on the main card, you had Andrew Kwan, who was born in Texas. He lost. Lee, who's a Texas, uh, I think she trains there now, if I'm not mistaken. She lost, and then Lingo lost. So, the main know. card they didn't do good on. Were you dis were disappointed in uh, Salvador? Oh yeah, that fight, like last fight. Sorry. Um. Yeah, it was a close fight, Marcel, I thought. I thought it was close. I actually wasn't sure what the judges would score. They all gave it to Altamira. It's fine. I mean, it's a good scorecard. I think that's, um, that's I think it was 1-1 going into the third. And Altamirano just did smart with his wrestling. You know, took him down. Controlled his grappling the surprised me, Marcel, yeah. did, in this fight. And he won He won the fight because of the grappling. Um, what did you think about the R9 cut from uh, Salvador? Oh, the haircut? with like Yeah, the, the R9 cut. Yeah, Ronaldo cut. <laughs> oh, yeah. It looked like the barber just forgot to like do the front part of his hair. <laughs> By the way, I I said KGB's tech. She's she wears that cowboy hat, but she's Louisiana. And she's from Louisiana. <laughs> no, I said that. Um, Every cowboy from Texas, <laughs> right? I know, right? All right, get a couple more comments, guys. Um, and, oh yeah, let me just ask you before I get the last comments. Anything else on this card you want to say? Anything else? Um, no, I kind of agree with the fight of the night. I agree with the bonuses. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> it gave all the finishes bonuses on this card. There wasn't many, right? There was no, it was just two, right? Six. There was one, two, three, four. Seven decisions and three finishes, and all the who, finishes. Who didn't, get a, who didn't get a bonus then? No, everyone did. Everyone did because it's fight of the night and then two uh, performance. So that's oh, it. yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, cool. yeah. Okay, let me get some comments here, guys, and then we'll we'll uh, do Bellator and PFL quick. All right. Uh, Perez weighed in. They have fight the 146 California in 2018, so he cuts 20 plus pounds to make 125. Yeah, that's a lot of weight to cut, man. You're saying you felt off, didn't have it anymore. He looked bad. He, he just When I was watching the fight, I'm like, man, this guy just is not the same guy. Marcel, I knew after the first round he was going to lose the fight. Yeah. I just knew it. I was like, fuck, I got this pick wrong. And actually, that was one last week. I was like, this is kind of a wild card. Remember I was saying? I'm like, because you don't know a lot about this guy, Lucas Alexander. He's not bad, Marcel. We kind of skipped over his fight, but he's actually not bad at prospect, I don't think. Yeah, Lee's out, guys. Lee's out of the fight with Kiesa. I like Lee in that fight as an underdog. Um, I was, were you going to pick him or are you going to pick Kiesa? Do you know? I didn't know yet. <laughs> I was going to pick Lee. I thought he could have pieced him up. Um, I got his takedown defense isn't great, but. Kept the staying was gonna win. Uh Parsons won. Oh, you thought Parsons won? Maybe. I mean it was close, right? Possible. It was close. Yeah. Definitely that possible. Been, no one's gonna complain. Fair April May event. I mean, it's gotta be, you know, Izzy and uh Pereira too, right? Although I love Holloway and uh Allen. I love Tsuruki and uh, against uh, it's a good fights next month. And I love Pavlovich Blades as well. So it's yeah, a good fucking like... fights next month, yeah. Who should have been next for Gamera? I think uh was it Gaethje? Was it no not Gaethje? Uh uh yeah, Gaethje, right? Did he call him out? I thought Gaethje called him out or something. No, 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 sorry, not Gaethje. Who was it? Someone called him out. I can't remember who it was now. Um, you know who it was? Someone called him out. Anyways, I can't remember. It wasn't Gaethje. Gaethje called up Poirier. Um, not only is Cardo's asked Marcel's fight accusing Braves. Yeah, 
Yeah. yeah, but he's a fun guy to watch. All right, that's that's going to be it for UFC San Antonio Marcelo again. You know, a tear always comes down my face when we end these cards, and right? we stop talking about them. They move on to the annals of history, and, and that's it. But you know, it was a good event. It's too bad some of those fights got canceled. We also had that Cowan and Vidal fight got canceled too, so lost two fights. All right, let's do Belcher 293, Marcel. We'll just we'll go through you know kind of quick. I'll pull it up on the screen here. Um, yeah, the prelims are better than the main card. Yeah, yeah. Let's actually pull it up here. Um, the the uh, the main event guys. I mean, I don't want to you know hate on these dudes because like they actually had good fights the last fight, but like this is not really a main event where you fight Goldman James, right? Like when these guys are in your top ten, Marcel, your heavyweight division is probably not that good. Um, odds for this one, the odds just came out. Marcel Gomes minus one fifty plus one twenty five on Daniel James. What do you think? I mean, I go with, with the guy with the with the most beautiful first name. It's uh, it's Brazilian <laughs> Marcelo Goma. Listen, man, I have problems with picking a guy over forty. You know, I, I agree with you there. You know, yeah. I went Gold. Goma's actually done pretty well since he left the UFC. You know, so uh, and he got that got that good one over Devion Franklin last time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm picking him, man. I'm picking him. You know, I, I like this dude, Daniel James, but he's 41. I don't know how I pick him here, right? He looked good in his last fight, I thought, like the second round anyways, that finished his opponent gassed. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's, he actually has a lot of experience, like fighting in uh, Russia. He had some good fighters, too. Yeah, true. Like, Pessoa was UFC. Martinik was on contender. Um, the rough was pretty, pretty Ruslan Magomedov used to be in UFC. Omar Chris Beal. Chris yeah. Beal. This is a different Chris Beal. It's not the flight. Yeah. Not the yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This is not yeah. the. This is a heavyweight version. Yeah. Tick tock boot. That's not that flyweight guy. That that flying knee. All those years ago. All out. Yeah. Yeah. Tick tick boot. That's a song by the Hives. Um. You know them, the Hives. They're band. You know them. No. Oh, they're a great band, man. They're awesome. They're from Sweden, I believe. Really good band. Uh, Marcelo Gomes probably wins the fight. I would guess. All right. Uh. Cats and Gano lay in the court. I mean, what do you make about Zingano these days? By the way, the odds for this one, minus 400 on Cats and Gano, plus 300 in lay in the court. Marcel, do you have to take a shot in lay in the court here at plus 300? I think you kind of do, man. What do you think? Yeah, this, this should be much closer, in my opinion. The How is it like, minus 400? She doesn't even fight that often. Anymore. I think if you look at Leia McCord's last fights, that's the thing, you know. Leia McCord's last fight, I didn't think she won against Diana. No, Silva. I agree. That. I agree. Uh, the Shinet O'Connor, the O'Connor, Shinet Kavanaugh, she looked, uh, <laughs> yeah, O'Connor's the singer. Uh, she looked uh, really bad, in my opinion, you know. Uh, so, as she, as she won against uh, the, the, the partial porn star, but I mean, Jessica yeah. Burger, is yeah. Going? yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. What can you do? She does I mean, have that fear, although you know we don't think she won. I don't know. These all just seem heavy. Like Katsugano barely fights anymore. I don't think she's so good in Dalton at all. This fight of Olivia, or not this one, Gabriel Holloway looked like absolute shit in that fight. She's fighting Dalton three years ago in three fights or four years ago. And she, fight have to feel it, and she can fight Cyborg all the time, man. Cyborg's win. She's like, no, I don't get it off for this. Like, really weird. You know? I don't I don't believe know. that either. I really don't. Yeah. And you know, the crazy thing is, like, again, 10 years ago, she was beating Tate and Nunes. Like, and she was favored to beat Amanda Nunes. I remember that. I actually bet on her in that fight. Parlayed her with Connor. Connor fought Dustin. <laughs> crazy, right? I got it, got yeah. Got to cut her some slack, man. I think the, the, the moment she went, uh, she went a little bit off on her oh, record. Her went, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. And that's why I think a lot of people do have sympathy for her. I'm just saying, like, I, I got to look at it, you know, from the odds perspective here, Marcel. I just don't buy her as a minus 400 favorite. I'm not. No, I, mean, I agree. And I would definitely consider putting a, you know, a small bet on the court. I, I would, crazy, I would, but, yeah. I would uh, stay away from the phone. Yeah, stay away. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I the next one is this question. Marcel, Marcus was asked this. Sorry, I just forgot to answer this. 
Chino? Uh, yeah, probably Chino. Yeah, and Andrew Kwani too. I think he looked bad personally. So I think those two guys. Um, like I don't think like Andrew Lee lost, but I don't think she her stock went down. You yeah. know what I mean? For instance. So also that Tucker Lutz guy looked bad. I mean, maybe him, but no one really cared about him. His guess is stay in the card. I hope so. I hope so. All right, a couple other fights here. Uh, John Salter, Aaron Jeffrey. It's Aaron actually Jeffrey. the best fight in my opinion. It's a good fight. Aaron Jeffrey's minus three twenty-five. John Salter plus two fifty. Again, I feel like the odds are a little bit heavy. And I'm a big Aaron Jeffrey fan. You know, Canadian and really I'm picking Jeffrey, dude. Pardon? I'm picking Jeffrey. I mean, he's the favorite, though. Like, I'm, I'm saying, like, he should be favorite, but the odds are a little bit heavy. John Salter's a good fighter, man. Yeah, for sure. He only lost to the champions, right? And then Musashi, uh, and, Jr. And, 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 Jr. and he was in the yeah. UFC years ago, and people forget I that. I remember like, he, that. He had two fights. He beat, or three fights. He beat uh, Jason McDonald. That was in Montreal, like an injury. Yeah, and the other two fights, he got yeah. finished, and that's why they cut him. But, I mean, I don't really feel like he got a fair shake either. You I know agree. What I mean? So, anyways, he's not he's not he's not a great fighter, but he's 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 not bad. He's improved no. over the years. But yeah, Aaron Jeffrey wins, right? I think so. I'm pretty I sure he wins. So, so, I mean, the odds again they do seem a little heavy, but at the same time, like we're both picking him. So, just saying, like he's been, you know, grapplers have given him issues. Remember the Barala fight, and then even Brandon Allen, Marcel. So, mm. you know, he's not the best grappler. His striking's good. He's a good fighter, but. John well, Salter's he, got good grappling. Man. I mean, if you look at how how. Uh, Bet some guys, bet opponents get that they know I could down the series. And Jeffrey had to fight Brandon Allen and Caio Baralo, dude. That, that, that's brutal. That's, that's fucking awesome. brutal. Both awesome. those guys are good. There's no doubt. Yeah. Sign collector was up, man. He thinks Talter's closed in the career. I mean, if he gets finished, maybe we consider retiring, but I think he's got a few fights left. Belter's middleweight division is not very uh, stacked. Former UFC fighter Hustem uh, Kabalov, excuse me, he makes his, uh, I think it's his Belter debut, right? Taking yeah. Angelo Willis. Uh, yeah, it is. He hasn't fought in four years, Marcel. Um, he had that. Remember that fight with Masvidal those years ago? That slam he had. Remember that? That was insane. Or yeah, sorry, it's Vince Pichel. Excuse me, Vince Pichel. Yeah, it was Pichel. Insane. He had that. He actually, I think the fight with Masvidal was fighting multiple slams. Yeah, it was fighting. So suplex city, suplex city. That was crazy. I, I think you know he had a good career in the UFC. I think he wins this fight. Julian Wallace is again is decent, but nothing special. Um, and I'm a little bit surprised that who stems the underdog here. I know he hasn't fought in four years, guys, but like he's got you know way more experience than higher level competition. Like Julian Wallace is a good fighter. Yeah, like he's. A guy that the UFC maybe shouldn't have passed on because he was, a, I think, you know, LFA did really well for the most part. Like, not great, but I don't know, Marcel. I I, 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 I kind of like Habibov as a dog here, right? I know the layoff, I, I hate that, but I just think he's the better fighter, too. What do you think, man? I agree with you, man. I also pick Habibov here, man. I think Jaleel Wells is a good fighter, but I think the wrestling will be the key for Habibov, probably. I'm just surprised he's the underdog. Like, I, I, I guess it's because of the layoff, I would assume, right? Yeah. It's surprising. A couple other fights here. Uh, this Luke Trainer guy. Didn't he lose his last fight, I want to say? Or no, it was two fights ago. He lost that fight. He was a big, yeah. big, big favorite and lost. Yeah, he bounced back um, with a mismatch, right? Minus 700. Yeah, he's always a big favorite. Um, they like him, obviously. I mean, I would imagine he beats this Carly guy, right? Although he's no, I think Carly wins. You think he wins? Okay, let me check yeah. the odds. Let me check. Maybe I'm speaking. Yeah, no, sorry. Carly's the favorite here. Uh, he's... Uh, I just he's Ryan Bader's dude. Yeah, I got confused with someone else. My my mistake, guys. I mean, he's looked good. Like you look at his record, he's been destroying dudes. So the only thing are they I giving have here, up on trainer then? I guess like are they giving up on? Uh, I I don't know, but the only thing I have here is never been out of the first round in his pro yeah. career. So what happens if he cuts out of the first round? You know, I mean, the same thing happened to trainer in his last fight, right? For the most yeah. part, I mean, most of his fights went you know first round. Then he he goes late and gets finished or not finished. He lost the decision. Gassed out. Um, couple other fights here. Adam Pickle, taking on Mando Nello, the uh, rat garbage. Rat garbage. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a weird nickname. His hair cut is a little strange, but he's a good fighter. Uh, Archie Col- Colgan, he's a good prospect, Marcel. Mm-hmm. It's Lucas not Brown. Jacob, Justin Maltalvo. I don't yeah. think they're related, maybe. No, I don't maybe. think so. No, they're not related. Uh, Joey Davis, another wrestler, undefeated guy. Uh, Lucas Brennan, Marcel, another easy fight. Let me check what his odds are. Lucas Brennan. Okay, hold on. Let me look at the odds for these guys. I say minus 50, 50 dollars, I say. Minus 900. Okay. Minus 700, Joey Davis. So these guys are just massive favorites. I mean, again, they sh- once in a while they do lose them. Where's that guy that lost? Who's his, what's his name, Marcel? Uh, yeah, uh, Cody Cody Law. Yeah, there's some other ones too in the prelims here, like this uh, Bryce Meredith guy is minus 1,500. Um, okay. Christian Edwards. Oh yeah, that's 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 the that's the NCAA wrestler. They they yeah. uh, the Meredith guy. I mean, the prelims oh, are bad. This you is see Maria team. Henderson on it. Yeah, that's Benson Henderson's wife. Yeah. Uh, her odds minus one seventy. She's favorite, so it's a smaller favorite here. What's um, the first fight actually? Yeah, there's some. Uh, no, the prelims well, are. What's decent, the first man. fight? That's the first fight. Oh, that's. Oh no, there isn't the first fight listed. That's weird. Okay. Uh, you got to fix them, Marcel. That's weird. <laughs> that's not my. Unless uh, something fell, I guess maybe this fight fell off. Conry, yeah, Conry Grace against David Pacheco. Yeah. Right. Anyways, the card looks pretty good. All right, last thing we want to talk about here, Marcel. Oh, there's a comment here. Callie, like, yeah, he's a big favorite. I guess yeah, not confused someone else. For he's, sure. uh, and you look at the record, right? I guess Belzer's giving up on trainer, though. I mean, that's a little surprising because he's, he's still young, but like, I guess they just, I don't know. I, I, I would assume they are kind of Marcel because that's a, you know, hard fight, right? Against the guy. He's like Ryan Bader's, like, Prentice, I guess. Um, all right, Marcel, let's go to the next fight here, or next card, I should say. We're going to do Bel- uh, PFL 2023 week one. Let's just uh, talk about this card, Marcel, a little bit. Let me pull it up here, guys. Last thing we'll talk about on this, and then we'll do a short podcast or doing some uh, fight announcements. That'll real quick. All right, Marcel, uh, give me your thoughts on some of these fights here. You got Brandon Lofton. Brandon Lofton against Marais. I mean, how does he not like? How how does this fight even get made? Marais is getting destroyed in every fight, getting brutally knocked out. Guys, like I know he's the weird thing is right. Former champion, yeah. Yeah, I know, and he was winning the fight with Marais. He was beating. uh, He was beating Marab. He he's the only guy that's had success against Marab. You know, lately. Yeah, I've yeah lately five straight losses by knockout. Six of his last seven fights have ended in getting knocked out. He should have lost to Aldo. I thought he should be on a seven fight losing skin. You can't pick him here. There's no way. Brent Lofton knocks him out. Brent Lofton's minus six fifty knocks him out. Agreed. UFC really messed on Brent Lofton in my opinion, but yeah, he's good. And he, you yeah. know, I, I feel like Dana White. You know that the whole argument of going for a takedown just is just stupid. Like it was just dumb. They didn't like him for whatever reason, and he's done well. And he won a million dollars, Marcel. He wouldn't have made yeah, it. I'm very happy for the dude. Yeah. It worked out great for him. So yeah, and, and uh, Sign Glove was just talking about uh, Zingano minus one fifty. I mean that was it's different than minus four hundred, right? I mean that's just a different you know argument to make. Uh, Rob Wilkinson digging on Tiago Santos. I like this fight, man. Uh, right now, Rob Wilkinson's favored. He is minus uh, minus one eighty five. Tiago Santos plus one fifty five. Okay, I mean. I love the fight. Go ahead. I want to hear your thoughts. Bro, Rob Wilkinson, another guy who went 0-2 in the UFC, losing to Adesanya and Bahadur Zada, got cut, and he won every uh, every other fight. <laughs> he's a really good fighter. Uh, Look how many wins he's had in a row now, too, eh? Yeah. He looked amazing against Akhmadov. He looked amazing against Monch, Pesta, like, Suto, uh, Bruce Soto. Like, he's good. He's a really good fighter. Um, but... You look at the level of competition, Marcel. Tiago, I get it, guys. He's 39. He's getting up there in age, right? And he, he's got a bit of a losing game. But here's the thing. you got to look a bit closer, right? He arguably beat John Jones. He did mm-hmm. beat Jan Blahovitz. He knocked down Glover, and then he got tired and got finished. It's not a bad loss. That Rakic fight, um, it was close. Very close. Rakic barely beat him. It was a the bad fight. The fight was close as well. 
in the walk. The, which one? Which one? Hill five. He, he was beat. I checked the scorecards today. He was winning um, 29 yeah. 28, two of the scorecards. And they got finished late, late. And then Magomed Ankolaev, I think that fight, he knocked him down in that fight, actually. Yeah, he knocked so. him down. Yeah. He, he lost, but he knocked him down. Five so he still got power. Fight, and yeah. the Walker fight was awful, but he won. I just feel like he's kind of, kind of getting, getting a little bit forgotten about here in the odds. I don't know about, I don't know, Marcel. Like, I like Rob Wilkinson. Like, he actually opened a minus 300. Okay. So people are betting on Tiago Santos. I don't blame them. I don't yeah. blame them, Marcel. I think this fight is a little bit closer than these odds are saying. I don't know. I'm guessing you're picking Wilkinson. I get it. He's on a win streak. He's younger, but Santos sure, is a good sure. fucking fighter still. Like, I don't, I'm not buying that he's shot, man. Um, had some, uh, someone on Twitter said to me today, because he's, he's a shot fighter, I'm not buying it, Marcel. He was beating Hill, who's the champ, before he got finished. He was yeah. winning that fight. What, what happens if he takes Wilkinson down? Can Wilkinson, like, get up? Like, I don't know. I mean, he's got good grappling, underrated grappling, in my opinion. I don't yeah, know. We'll All right. A couple other fights here. Um, on this card, uh, Christoph Yotko against uh, Will Fleury. Uh, Fleury. Fucking, fucking Will Fleury. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's his nickname, right? I said, I said, uh, is, it, is it really? Yeah, look at Look at it. Will, what does it say? Oh, they, they, they took it away. <laughs> That's his nickname. Jocko should win, right? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. I Mine's think, 450. Uh, I just checked the odds. He's a huge favorite. Yeah, okay. he should win. He's, 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 it, it's kind of like watching paint dry with Jocko. He's not exciting, Marcel, but. He's not exciting. I mean, let's be honest. But he knows how to win fights. Uh, the killer, Mavi Kabulia against Rio Jokudo. I mean, Kabulia should win. He's minus 650. He's going to win, right? Yeah. Chris Quay against Baba Jenkins. Very interesting fight. Isn't this a rematch, I want to say? Haven't they fought before? Yeah, I think they did, actually. Yeah, they fought in 2021. Yeah. Um, I know Baba looked a lot better last year, but Chris Wade, I think, is the better fighter. I'm going to Chris Wade. He's minus... Where is he? Minus 180. You think he wins or? Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty high on Chris Wade, man. I still he's think good. he's pretty, pretty legit. Yeah. Martin Hamlin against Mohamed uh, Fakhreddin. You, you know, you you like this guy, right? I think you know. Fak- Fakhreddin right? is a good guy, man. He fought in uh, in Brave before. Yeah. I think he has. Uh, I, I think he has a loss actually on his record against Andre Muniz. If that's, if that's correct, you should check. As Matt Mirzakhanov knocked him. I mean Mirzakhanov. It was Mirzakhanov. Yeah. And this guy Al Sawali, who I know you like too. It's a pick-up fight minus one fifteen each. Um. I'm not sure about Martin Hamlet. I'm not like a, I, I don't think he's great. I mean, he's won some fights. He has more experience with PFL, but not sure about this one, guys. This, I mean, I definitely don't really have a strong lead in this fight. Um, were you taking uh, Muhammad? I would, I would take Muhammad in this one. Yeah, yeah, it's a pickup fight. Josh Silvera is huge favorite against Sam Key. I mean, Josh Silvera wins a fight minus five hundred. He wins. Alejandro Flores against Daniel Torres. Flores, no, Torres minus two forty. Um, that seems high, isn't it? Isn't that a little bit high? I don't, I don't. Oh, he's a KS, KSW guy. I don't really know him too well. Do you know him, Sky? Not really. How is he such a big favorite? I'm a little surprised. Flores is, uh, you know, pretty experienced. He's fought good fighters, like, in uh, PFL and, and Kombache. Um, almost all his fights are Kombache. I don't know what the odds are in this one, man. There's, it's a little weird to me. Um, Flores is, yeah, plus 190. I mean, I would I would be in dog. This fight's interesting, too. I think they're both former UFC fighters, right? Song Bin Joe. He fought. Didn't he fight Pierre Yon? Is that the guy? No, no, that's not the guy. He fought. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, Daniel Daniel Taylor. Yeah. He went one in. I think it went fight at night, right? No, it didn't. Okay, never mind. But he he only had one fight and they cut him. Like it's kind of. Yeah, you were thinking shit. about Jen Su Sun, I think. That's what I'm thinking about. And that guy, I don't know what happened to him. He disappeared. Like he actually yeah. had a great fight with Piotr. He was like uh, the small Korean zombie. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pinedo. You know, he fought twice in the UFC. UFC as well. Fight. Yeah, 
I would I would lean towards the Jesus movement in this fight. I'm guessing you would. I don't know actually. Joe is favored, but I would lean towards Pinedo. I think he's Me not too. bad. Yeah, he's a dog. As a dog, I, we both like. Him. Yeah, Dylan Monch against Ty Flores. Ty Flores contender guy. Dylan Monch, you know, did well in contender last year. Monch is minus two hundred. Ty Flores showed a good chain. Was it Dustin Jacoby? I think he fought right. Uh, was it? Yeah, Dustin Jacoby on uh, tough. Or not tough contender. Dustin couldn't get him out, get him out of there. <laughs> no, he tried everything he could. He guy showed a good chain. Um, I think I got to go with Monch more so. That first fight is actually crazy. Go with Monster. Who do you like in this one? I know Monster. Yeah, me, yeah Munch. Yeah. All right, and then Corey Hendrickson. Imp- oh shit! I didn't even see this fight. Is this a new fight? <laughs> I don't know, but that's crazy. Oh, because Impa won that. He won that. Uh, yeah. Won that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm not sure about him at one at two hundred five because he fought at 170, 185, Right. This is a little strange, isn't it? Like a two hundred five mm-hmm. now. Right. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. He was a welterweight uh, two years ago. What the fuck? Um. He's looked good though, man. He knocked out Jared Gooden two fights ago. <sighs> Corey Hendricks is a good wrestler, though, man. He's going to be a lot bigger at him soon, right? What do you yeah. think, man? The odds for this one, Corey Hendricks. Impa is minus two fifty. What do you think about Hendricks as a dog? What do you think? Um, I, I like Impa actually, but I don't know at this weight actually. That's that's difficulty. So Corey Hendricks is two and two in PFL, and he was a huge underdog. Same odds, plus two fifty against Sordi and Hamlet. Mm-hmm. Story actually plus two eighty, then he lost to Hamlet and Hamosi is a dog too, so two and two is a dog. Uh, I don't know, man. I think he can maybe take him down and hold him there. I mean, he's not a great fighter, but his wrestling is good. So, anyways, <sighs> all right, let's get some other comments here. Uh, fighting against Chairs, his last fight was bad injury. You're talking about uh, his name, Santos. He just Pinedo. Let's go Peru. Yeah, you guys see Corey's a future champion. All the other guys are on the top division. Corey Hendricks or. Corey, oh, Corey. Corey Santagan, dude. <laughs> Sorry, Antoine. We just talked about Corey Andrews. I mean, it's possible, but like the vision's pretty tough at the top, man. It just the thing is, it's all about fucking timing right now. And like Corey's kind of in a bad spot, and then he has to wait, right, for these other guys. Mm-hmm. He's got to wait for two years. Probably got to wait for O'Malley. He's gonna have to beat Rob. Beats Rob, though. I mean, it's hard to doubt him. Anyways, Marcel, let's end this podcast. We'll do a quick one here, doing some uh, fight announcements. But this is gonna be it for uh, for this one, Marcel. Um, guys, follow me on Twitter. At NN Adam Martin. You can follow Marcel, Big Marcel24. We're back next Monday for the next edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. And we're going to be breaking down UFC 287, Korea Adesanya 2. I cannot wait for that, Marcel. By the way, it's been a lot of pay per views lately. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. Yeah. And we will try to show that clip what we talk about at the beginning. <laughs> we'll try. I don't know if we'll get the sound out. But yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed the, the podcast. Like I said, we'll do a quick one here, Marcel, find out and, and some news, but that's it. It'll be a short one, guys. Um, can you take this last question, last two questions, and then we'll we'll end this. Who's the best Peruvian fighter in uh, your guys' opinion? Um, shoot, let me check. Uh, uh, I don't know, Mark. So I'm kind of spacing right now. I got I got to be honest. Like I have to Google it. <laughs> got to Google. Um, there's one guy in the UFC at least, right? Peruvian, Peruvian, Peruvian. Man, isn't there someone? Oh, Barzolo. That's that's, that's yeah, Barzolo. Oh, and Claudio Poyas as well. That's the one. That's the guy who was in the UFC. Probably, probably Poyas, but yeah. I don't know. Barzolo is good too, man. He should be in the UFC right now, honestly. Um, Luis Palomino is also Peruvian. Oh, Gaston Polanos is Peruvian as well. Okay, he's fighting. Yeah, somewhere. true. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's some decent talent Phillips. there. No doubt. No doubt. All right, Umar too. I don't believe that tweet, by the way. I think that's Ali talking, saying he got offered uh, Marab. I don't. It doesn't make sense. 
Who would you rather? Ha- who would you guys pick in O'Malley, San Hagen? Pick Cole, San, San, Hagen. San Hagen. I mean, without hesitation, I'd pick him. All right, Mark, so let's, let's uh, end this podcast. We'll start with you one, guys. You can ask us more questions and we'll do some final notes. Let's talk to you guys in a minute. Peace.